We want to be your BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies Streaming with my besties. Get up your rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession. It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session. Come on everybody.
forever. Good morning, Byron. <laughs> How's Good it morning, going, Dave? Oh, it's going great. It's, it's a beautiful yeah. morning. On a on a scale of um, one to ten, how would you say your hangover is uh, at the moment? I would say about maybe a seven. Seven. So we're doing good. I'm drinking water. I made yeah. myself a little stir fry. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Nice. <laughs> cool. Seven. That's a good. That's a good level. Like it. Cool. Well, we had the fortune of meeting at the um, BFF.FM 10th anniversary performance that you did, which was a couple of months ago. I can't remember exactly when now, but I was standing behind a huge cake, a fake cake that had like a donation thing going on. Um, how did you get that that gig? Because lovely surprise seeing you. Yeah, like I think it was a lovely surprise for me too. Like I've I've just been in the music scene for a long time. I just know yeah. so many of the DJs. And literally, we're just hanging out. I think it was mainly set up by by Elijah, one of the DJs there, because um, he did like the the shooting and the camera for my live session that I did called uh, Helen Street Mixer, uh, based nice. out of Oakland. Uh, Adam Dowling, it's his house, his collection. It was an honor to play that, and just everything is kind of branched out from that session, and that's how I got the gig. Nice, yeah, nice. You did a what? Good half an hour that night, something like that. Like they only yeah. wanted. I think they only wanted like three songs, and like I like I was like, well, I'm gonna play a fourth one. Like, <laughs> Sneak in. I was like, might as well. Like, no, it's bad. <laughs> and it's safe to say you're an avid listener of BFF. Absolutely, absolutely. Around the clock and stuff. Nice. Oh yeah, because like 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 I have a lot of good friends that spin there. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to that, and also like yeah. parties, and because like I like I work at like a, a bar in town that's really close to the station, so a lot of DJs from BFF spin there, and like hang out there you know so it's yeah, like, yeah yeah it's just like it's all it's all linked together you know yeah nice cool well how do you normally listen like online or do you listen to the app just use user research curiosity yeah yeah <laughs> i just i just go online usually just pull up yeah. my laptop hit up my speakers and just turn it on that way nice uh, it makes it easy for me such an eclectic mix isn't there of, of, uh, and you can also get the top 10 you know like most popular listen to songs and stuff i love that oh yeah that every week it's super fun. It's super fun. And I love, yeah. like, I love, like, it's also very, very organic there. I feel like everyone there, like, really loves music and, like, they're all about the community there. And, like, yeah. you, you, like, was even, like, walking in, because I'd never been to the station, like, in person before. That was your first time. The first time there. Um, and I was like, what a magical space. And, like, all it the really people is, there were so lovely. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was like, am I cool enough to be in here? I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> You guys, you guys need to check your check your security, guys. <laughs> this is so sick. I no, loved it. I mean, it's fantastic for for listeners back back in the UK. It's like the secret alley, and it like spans the whole block, I think. And it is just the most unusual space. Like it's like a, I think a multi-purpose space where people, you know, people that do art and stuff can use galleries around there. And then the BFF bit itself has got like a tree inside and. Like there's a little stage where you played for the 10th anniversary and it's quite surreal. I mean, they really have put a lot of, it's on the top floor of like a three floor building. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I, was like, amazing. Spectacular. <laughs> I don't amazing. get much. So I, I, I really don't because, um, because I do all the shows here in Oakland. Um, and then I only get to go there once a blue moon, which is a shame. Sorry, Amanda. Um, I would like to go again soon though, for sure. And maybe one day do the odd live show there as well. Yeah. Just pop in, say what's up. Yeah. It's, it's it's just a beautiful space to walk around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Cool. All right. So yeah, this this changed rapidly the uh, the situation that we we're in because we were going to have you come to the barn here in Oakland and play live. And then a few things happened, including myself getting COVID uh, over the weekend. So yeah. <laughs> um, don't worry, listeners, you won't catch anything listening to the show. Um, but just be safe out there. Get your vaccines, get your boosters, all that kind of stuff. Of um, but yeah, so basically we're doing this live via Zoom, live-ish via Zoom. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to play some of Byron's songs from the Helen Street mix- Mixer, which was just mentioned. And uh, it's a fabulous live performance. So you did that in Oakland. Whereabouts in Oakland was that, man? I I don't it's like it's in West Oakland uh like I guess right off of Helen Street uh literally at Adam yeah. Dowling's house uh, just <laughs> in his backyard it's nice. uh mixed by uh mixed by AJ he's he's a guy and this is is this like a monthly feature thing or something I need to like tap into a bit more you know it's <coughs> like me. so how they do it is like they kind of record a bunch of bands in 2 days and they just like release it like monthly nice. to do it that way so like there was like six artists I think that the we played had on, that day that day oh that's we kind of like stagged it out I just did it first there was second third and then like we had like food and candles and yeah. just like just drinks and just hanging out all day just watching each other's sessions and like was a kind of like a little private show going on for us no, too great I couldn't tell how private it was because they didn't pan to the audience at any point so you could only see you jamming which was fantastic yeah that's like I could really. Just like a few of us, it's all musicians, all musicians. Yeah, all yeah. And, oh, so you're playing to the people that also end up playing as well, and just doing exactly. That. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So, do you have any like, um, I mean, other than Helen Street Mixer? Do you have any other favorite um, venues that you normally play in the Bay Area? It seems like you play various places. Yeah. yeah, I think like one of my all-time favorites was uh, is Neck of the Woods for sure. Oh yeah, like because uh, I when I first moved to the city, like in 2018, I was just doing open mics there all the time. Like that's how I got my confidence before, like playing on my own because I was uh, I was in a band before and that broke right, up. Begins, I was like, isn't it? yeah. Now I was like, let's start it again. And like playing there is like it's very nostalgic for me. It's a very sweet venue and like uh, the old host uh, Gerard. He recently retired, but now it's Ben Vicini who's hosting now. But it's a really really awesome awesome place and i love neck of the woods but also a venue that i really really i've only played it once when i was like 20 is like when i was in the band like i played great american music hall once oh. and uh that venue was just so gorgeous yeah. like i was like what an honor i'd love to do that again at some point yeah yeah um, yeah that really is a fabulous um venue isn't it i like the food there as well and you yeah, can go that's... you can go up in the balcony right you don't need special tickets i don't think for the balcony do you no, it just depends if it's like has enough tickets sold. Just you just pop up there. Yeah, I, I once went there for like a sit down meal and show. They do that occasionally as well, right? You can get. Oh food. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a fun night. I saw Laura Marling. I don't know if you know Laura Marling. I don't know if I do. I don't the know. UK do. UK folk act, really, really amazing. One of my favorites. Seen her at the nice chapel. Oh really? Nice. Yeah, I, I literally shouted out, "I love you, Laura," in front of everybody because I did. <laughs> I wasn't you afraid know, to say it. Sometimes you know. just got to say it. You got to let you know. Like if you have something positive stored in his soul, like you might as well share it. You know yeah. what I mean? What a, what's it gonna do? You know? It might have sounded a bit drastic at the time, but and then I got to see her afterwards, which I think scared her a little bit. But it wasn't my intention. But I was literally like, I don't know, I think I was having a cigarette outside and she jumped over a gate and just bumped into bumped into me and I was like, Laura, I can't believe it's you. And like she really didn't want to talk to me at all. 
Uh, and you know because she was just she was clearly going out somewhere and the last thing she wanted to see was like a avid fan i was like I just say no i love you laura bye <laughs> <laughs> only three seconds every time i gotta let you know okay right I, yeah. you know. I totally get it you know that's the way it goes isn't it sometimes you just want to get out there especially when you're in a mission in sf you got one night one yes. night to embrace the whole thing exactly. cool all right, so we're going to play a few of your songs from the Helen Street Mix. Now, dude, I wish you were, were here because I, I gave the Helen Street Mix stuff a good listen and I was like, oh, this would sound so good in the barn. So some other time when we're both well, uh, we'll, make it, we'll make it happen if you're up for it. Um, once you've got Always. some music out and all that jazz, which we'll talk about a bit later. Sure. All right, so let's get your first of four uh, original songs on, and we've got your playlist as well that we're going to go through. This one's called No More Chasing. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this this bad boy when it came out and all that jazz? Oh, for sure. So this song uh, was actually really, really special. Like, uh, was, I like kind of like it was birthed in the in the pandemic. I was like, I moved back home with my family, and I got to hang out with my my brothers a lot more. And like kind of the original like melody and ideas were kind of like he kind of helped inform like the the melody and the some of the lyrics. But like I played the guitar on the records. There was like a version of that's like of his that's a little bit more hip hop. And then my was like, I love like the lyrics. Let's do it, take a more emotional route. <laughs> um and I really it was from a very special time. Like I feel like like at like everyone had a different pandemic experience, but yeah. for me, I like I got to like be home and with my with my family because I was in the city so much. And they're, um, in, and they're in Oakland? No, they're uh, they're in American Canyon, which is kind of like kind of near Vallejo. Okay. And uh and I just got to just got to re meet my family essentially and it was a really great time. So that oh, song kind of makes me think of that, you know. Takes you like, back to that time. Chasing. Yeah, exactly. It's a special time. Nice. Thank you, man. All right. This is No More Chasing by Byron Mayhew. Is it Byron? Exactly. Yeah. It's Byron. You normally go by Byron or? Yep, Byron. Like Byron, <laughs> Byron, Byron Mayhew. Byron okay, like well, here we go. Like <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. We'll talk about how we follow Byron as well in a bit. All right, nice one, man. Let's get this on. Chasing, I was racing. I'm done chasing. 
San Francisco indie musician and wannabe voiceover artist Megan Slankard. You're listening to Hangover Sessions with DJ Webbles. New shows are available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Now is the part where one would talk really fast at the end of a commercial. Ask your doctor if they're also listening to hangover sessions. Symptoms may include, but are not limited to, uncontainable joy, an increased appetite for vinyl record collecting, or starting a band in your garage. Something something about Nevada. Dude, that was sweet, man. Love that. What a nice vibe. So when you wrote that in the pandemic. Yes, indeed. And are you like, I mean, when did you start doing these loop, loop things and all these? Because I love that stuff, man. That was, uh, that was my pandemic project. I didn't yeah. do it before until then. I think. Oh, wow. Thank you, pandemic. <laughs> yeah. A little bonus, right? <laughs> I think like uh, I was just playing like obsessively, obsessively, uh, just like just getting used to like that new style. Because I was just kind of just playing mainly folk stuff uh, when I was in the city before. No looper, just singing singer-songwriter, uh, which is cool. Then I was just getting very bored of it. Yeah. And I think being back home, I was a guitar player first before I was a singer. You said you've been so, in a couple of bands and stuff. Yeah, I've been in a couple of bands, like toured around, had a lot of fun with that, but I never really sang really. Um, so like kind of being back home in that space with my parents and my family again, it kind of brought me back to like where I started music from, which is just being like That's a kid you. alone in the room playing guitar all day. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was like, well, if I'm gonna do that, let's do it in a different context. Because yeah. uh, there was a because like ja, not John Mayer, oh my god, uh, Tom Mish had like a really awesome like quarantine sessions that he did where he used mm-hmm. a looper. Limber, wow. And uh, I saw that he did uh, like Crazy in the Sky, his cover of that. 
is absolutely one of the most beautiful pieces of music I've ever seen. And I was like, <laughs> uh, what? Like, you're just doing this at home by yourself. I'm like, I could just get a looper pedal and try to do that too. And like, he has a more of a jazz background, but I have more of like a rock background. So I was like, let's try it in a different context and do it my own way. And uh, that was like the uh, major bonus of it. So that's yeah. where I picked up the looper and I've been doing it that way ever since. I think I'm going to try to learn to get a band together and stuff. It's just a lot of personalities and schedules to handle. But yeah. uh, I You want to get back I, into it? You want to get back into having a band? I think that'd be really fun. Like literally every time I play a show, I was like, dude, you would kick gas with a band. You Every yeah. time, every time. And well, like, but at the same time, you know, doing these loop things and, and all that. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm completely like butchering the, the whole style okay. here. But like doing that, is like having a band in some regards. Like, look at like Fred again and stuff like that. Like, he doesn't even need a band, does he? I mean, he just oh. all like crazy loops, like xylophones and all the stuff. You've got the little drum thing there. I mean, these are all things you can consider. Just oh, absolutely, yeah. I think I'm down to expand it in some way, and yeah, because I I feel like I listen to much different than just guitar music at this point anyway. I think because yeah. I've been playing guitar for sixteen, seventeen years now, nice. more or less. So I'm kind of like, she's like, she's my old lady, you know, but I yeah. feel like now I'm like, I don't even listen to a crazy amount of guitar music now currently, which uh, like I listen to like a lot more like house and like Afrobeat stuff and like, cause like working and living in the mission, I got exposed to a lot of like the club community out there and like, mm -hmm. and I was like, it was really, really inspiring to me and like pop music. And I was like, oh, there's uh, so many other avenues that really ignite the flame for me um and i was like let's just try that out too you know um, yeah part of like the new era but guitar is my first love i've been playing it forever and i definitely love it so i've nice. learned to blend it you know not to give too much away here but when did you start playing guitar <laughs> i played guitar so i guitar i think i was i'm 28 now so so i guess 11 no i probably no i've been playing since i was 12 so Nice. Yeah, since then. But I played. Uh, did you have a good teacher when you first started? Or no, I did you uh, just pick it up yourself. I did it on YouTube. YouTube was my teacher. <laughs> um, but I did have a cheat sheet, though. I will say this: I played violin for like eight years, like before I even touched the touched the guitar. Oh, yeah. So you can read music as well. Yeah, I mean, like violin music. It's, I haven't done it in a while, though. I used to play in orchestras. I was first chair in one of the orchestras. I really loved violin a lot. I think like I got used to having strings in my fingers and this guitar is so much easier than violin <laughs> in every possible way, <clears throat> Yeah, you know? And I was just like, well, this is cool. And I was used to being like a yellow card cover band with like my, uh, my best friends in like eighth grade. And I was playing violin over punk songs, but eventually they're like, we want to play other styles of music, dude. You know, like how about you learn guitar finally? Like, and I was like, I guess I should do that. <laughs> so I eventually picked it up. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty sick. And then I got really into like Jimi Hendrix and like John Mayer a lot. That's maybe that's embarrassing, but I was a kid. And uh, uh, also, like, fact, he's one of the best guitarists there is, isn't he? Really? On the planet? Yeah. It's insane. Um, but also, like, you know, I got really into like, like, like emo music a lot. Like, and I was like, and also went through all the phases. Change. All the phases. All the phases. And like those all have guitars on them. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I want to do this. So that really inspired it a lot. Who's your who most inspired by at the moment, music wise? You said your tastes are changing and things like that. Who you're 
who your jams these days? What, how was your Spotify rap? No, sorry, oh, that's not that question. Okay, for sure. I mean, I, well, I don't. <laughs> we I'm not about embarrassed it. about it. But, yeah, um, me neither. A lot of people cane it as well. It's like, well, Spotify is good for the consumer. I know it fucking sucks for the artist. I do know yeah. that much. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm not making any money off that. Uh, yeah, I might be able to buy a Terrible, gumball maybe at this point. Uh, <laughs> Christ, yeah. <laughs> but it's all good. But like another month, listen- another month of premium service. Thanks, Spotify. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> but I think like right now, uh, I love K Trinata a lot. I listen to him almost daily. I'm a huge, huge fan of his. Uh, also, there's like a local band here in the city that I, I'm literally obsessed with. Their new EP, I listen to it all the time. This band called Mint. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice. They have an EP called Interim that is perfection to me. Uh, the lead singer, Hayden, like mixed it and mixed it and himself. And it's, absolutely insane and also like the album before called mentha absolutely in love with that album so i listen to them a lot that's like how do you spell and that's catronada spelled k-a-t yeah yeah exactly nice two very different styles uh but also i like i love uh nia archives too uh that's another like a little london london style freaking love that stuff um because i just like for me i'm a sucker for for a breakbeat uh yeah if i hear that and like i like a drum break i'm like catch i'm in i'm in (laughs) tell me more um also like pink panthers um obviously like these are like big ones but i'm really really into it and also like a slightly guilty pleasure of mine but not all the way is i love bia uh she's like a like a like another like rapper that i just i just love her music if i want to feel like a like a confident young lady. That's the one <laughs> I listen to. He's great awesome. to me. <laughs> how, and how do you discover all these? Are these this from BFF or you, you know, you have you have your ways of discovering this music, like through friends and I mean, you're friends. Through friends and like gigs a lot as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, and like also like because like I work in the music scene too. Um I work for Noise Pop, so I do like I see a lot of concerts that way. Yeah. yeah um yeah. and like work at the chapel and I see a lot of concerts there. So I get exposed to a lot of different things and also going out to clubs and things like that. Like I love going to dance clubs. I used to not like that, but now I'm like, oh, like there's a lot of cool styles of music and going like 10, 15 and like going yeah. to those dance parties are really, really fun to me now. Um so like kind of like hearing about music that way and just different friend groups i love being hearing music with friends is like it's one of like the greatest joys in life honestly oh yeah absolutely so so i'm like yeah tell me more tell me more (laughs) so that's why i found like a lot of them you know and i went to college with men and like i heard the southern music all the time and they're one of my pandemic albums so nice did you go to uh college here in the in the in um california yeah i went to i went to sf state Nice. So not even far. Yeah, like, nice uh, and close by. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm like I'm just I've only lived in the city for like six years more or less, on and off. So like, like I know it's still new, new to me. This was what I came to. So as a, yeah, know, yeah. college, and I was like, oh, all my homies are here now. Here. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff, man. Cool. And have you been to Burning Man? I have to ask that too. No, I haven't. You haven't dabbled. No, I haven't. Are you going to dabble? It sounds like you're on the on your way to maybe doing that at least once. The Burning Man. I feel like I feel so like my uh, one of my coworkers went, and he said it was like it was the most transcendent experience <laughs> yeah. of his life, and yeah, it's like the sense of community and like dancing and like it just. I was like, wow, that sounds pretty sick, you know. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's a million dollars though. So if someone wants to send a me lot of planning, yeah, I'm <laughs> trying to turn up in an RV, just uh, do it yourself. 
<laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, no, don't listen to my advice. I mean, there's just so many ways you can do it. That's the thing. Totally. But um, get with a good camp and just have a amazing time. But I remember when I went in, it was in 2012 when I was a few years younger than I am now and um, had a great time. But we were planning it from like January and we didn't go until the end of August. Wow. Jeez. You know? And so you're planning it for most of the year if you become part of a camp. So just prepare yourself mentally for that. But it is very rewarding once you get there and seeing how it all comes together. But I mean, it's just like no other festival, you know, on the planet really in that sense. Oh no, that sounds uh, sick. I'm definitely down. I'm down. Out, yeah. yeah, it's never a lot of fun. To, yeah, I've never trying to turn down experiences, dude. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do it once, right? You've got to try everything once if you can. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's get your um well, we went off there, didn't we? We were talking about your yeah, how you discover music and stuff. So let's I love tangents, by the way, no problems with tangents at all. Okay, let's dance. Um <laughs> so let's do uh your playlist songs, shall we? Should we get those on? Uh, sure, which start, one? Well, I'm gonna do it in the order that you sent them to me. I think that's the easiest one way of doing sure. this, right? So we'll do Escape by Zoology and Do I Do by Stevie. All right. You want to tell us why these were your chosen ones? <laughs> oh man! So I'll just I'll just do it in order of the songs. But uh, "Escape" that is like from a very short-lived collab project by Emily Kruger and uh, Bo Diakovitz. Um, and it's just for me, it's like the perfect pop song to me. Like the guitar playing on it is very original and very fresh. Like Bo Diakovitz, he's one of those guitar players to me that I'm like I see him play. I'm like we're not even doing the same thing. I don't even know what's going on. This is witchcraft to me. His flow and his playing is just so great. Um, and Emily Kruger, her mel mel melodic choices and her producing is literally insane. And she's an incredible guitarist on her own. She does great looping stuff on her page as well. Nice. And uh, this song just is just so special. I've been listening to it like weekly since it came out in like 2017. And I'm going to keep listening to it forever. Oop, 2016. Damn, nice. it's a little late. Oh, well. But I'm like, going to keep on keep on listening forever. So so you make up like, what, 471,000 of these listens? Pretty so, much. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. Nice. And then this one, uh, this guy oh. called Mr. Wonder. Oh, Mr. Uh, Stevie Wonder. I, maybe we've Who's heard that about dude? him. I don't know. Like, you know this, this guy, he, I hear he doesn't see. But uh, he is like this song... Or just Stevie Wonder in general, really. Um, like, it makes me think of, you know, those Saturday mornings when you're a kid and, like, your parents are cleaning downstairs. I'm hearing, like, the sizzling of bacon or whatever. Mom's cooking <laughs> or something. I was about to see some cartoons. Like, every time we're cleaning the house, Stevie Wonder would always be running through. Nice. Always be running through the house. And it's, it's very nostalgic for me. But also, Do I Do is such a great song. Like, I, bear you, I dare you to stand still while listening to this song. Like, this song is such a dancer. Yeah. It's, and like the melodic choices, like how it moves, it's so beautiful um, to me. And uh, I know I can hear it on repeat forever. Like if as yeah. soon as I once as soon as it's done, I'm excited to turn it back on again. Um, yeah. And, and the same thing happens for uh, for for Escape too. Like these are all great songs. I love talking about these songs. But, yeah, uh, man. I remember buying yeah. this album as well, um, the Definitive Collection, and just loving it from end to end. It's just one of those beautiful. albums you can play anytime in it. Anytime. The first song I ever heard by Stevie Wonder was uh, I Just Called to Say I Love You. Classic. It was a long time ago, but I remember that. Probably one of my earliest memories, um, of music memories, I should say. Yeah. It's a classic. Cool, man. Oh, All right, let's get these okay. on then. Escape, Zoology from the uh, single 
Escape, and then Do I Do by Stevie. Here we go. Friends are doing it. All your 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 friends are doing it. Best frequencies forever.
I got some candy kisses for your lips. Yes, I got some honey circle chocolate dipping kisses for the love for you. Yes, I got some candy kisses for your lips. Yes, I got some honey circle chocolate dipping kisses for the love for you. My life has been waiting for your love. My arms have been waiting for your love to arrive. My heart has been waiting, my soul anticipating your love. From the time that I awake, I'm imagining a good love that will make. Dude, the tunes. There's a strong start right there. Absolutely. So you got Zoology. And so that was featuring, you said two people were in that? Featured yes. in, the, in the band? Yeah, just uh, just two people. Just two people. It's like a little little duet. Nice. Uh, and like, it was very short-lived, but so good. I love their music. They have like so many other tunes that I really like too that from like their little, little EPs, but so good. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we had Stevie as well. Oh, so... Yeah. You're thinking about like in the in 2024, 
like you're thinking solo and then maybe band as the year progresses, like trying to assemble a new new tribe? For I think so. I think that'd be cool because I think uh, the last time, like when I was like younger, like my very first band that I made with my best friend and uh, we pieced that together. That was just, it was just a lot of work. It was like a lot yeah. of work and a lot of like luck and also like learning to trust other people's like ambition toward it and like their focus. And I'm, I think like playing solo that I really attracted me to it is like my focus, my energy is very like, yo, I, if I want to go, we're going, you know, if other <laughs> people are like, uh, maybe, I don't know, like, sure. Maybe yeah. we're getting paid, like all those things, which is valid. But, you know, I think it does slow down the train sometimes that for me, because I'm an Aries, I'm like, yo, I got to go. Let's figure this <laughs> Same. out. I'm an Aries too. <laughs> like, come on, let's do this. Man. Headstrong. And yeah. you, you have a lot of direction. You need to exactly. like, yeah. I'm going this way, guys. You can come with me or you can just or get not. off now. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll be fine. With you or without you, bro. Let's go. <laughs> so I need to learn to like allow more things in it because there's so much more beautiful things that come out. Like yeah. all of the best records that have ever been made they're not just one guy alone in a room, unless you're Prince, but he is an alien. <laughs> he's always yeah. only one I mean, of those. he's just from an extra, yeah, exactly. He's from another planet, isn't he? He really is. But did like, you see his thing we did with um, Wild My Guitar, Gently Weeps? And there's like a caption, this is when Prince like went to another planet with his oh, guitar yeah. solo. <laughs> he just took over so the whole good. show. Like, stole it. I was like, that yeah. solo is, gives you chills, man. Yeah. Chills, man. Unbelievable how, how amazing. Did you ever get to see Prince live? No, never did. I got to see him once at the Oracle, actually. We were just talking about the Oracle earlier. And I was very grateful that I got to see him there. Wow. Um, Blessed. Yeah, I heard, I heard he used to do like late night shows after doing his live show and just played, you know, from 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Wow. Like private parties and stuff. But that guy just kept going. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's sorely missed. I mean, the year that him and David Bowie died was a pretty rough, rough year. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, what is going on with the world? How can two people like that, like literally two of the biggest legends, most special musicians on the planet? 2016, I think that was, 2015. Crazy. Like, no, no. Yeah. Actually, I'm surprised you haven't got Prince in your playlist. He, mu he must have been an inspiration, but there are only, only six songs, right? So you kind of... I, I knew it. There's so many songs <laughs> that didn't make it, but I was like... <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I was literally telling you earlier, I was like, yeah, like I... This is the sixth that I'm choosing. I have good things yeah. to talk about for Just these. Stick to like, them. Stick to it. Do the Aries thing. Yeah. I have I have so many others, but I'm like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what my gut's <laughs> telling me. I'm trusting it, you know? And they're yeah. all great. In terms of um, sorry to go back to Spotify wrapped, but I am curious, how many minutes of music did you listen to in uh, 2023? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. I didn't take a screenshot of that one. Can um, you can you whip it up quickly, do you think? Maybe. Can you find out? Because I had, I oh know, sorry, it's quite, I think it's like the second or third story in, but um, I was quite astounded by how much I listened. But then I do work from home. So I think that helps as well. I don't commute anymore. Oh, that's that's helpful. So I've got music around the clock these days. It's pretty cool. I do like how they do it. There's always some mysterious one in there where you're like, really? That's my know, number like, one album? How did that get there? I was like, how did, like, what's going on? Like, I feel like, <laughs> what if, like, number four, like, I was really surprised, like, Drake yeah. was on there. I was like, what? How did, I didn't think I feel like I listened to him that much, but I guess that was, it was maybe, like, maybe eight months ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it just shows you how fast life moves these days, doesn't it? It You're does. Like, like geez, I was taken up by Jungle, for example. I had four songs by Jungle in my top five and one by Little Sims. I was like, oh. <laughs> 
Look, Jungle is so good. The new uh, album is absolutely. I mean, they are. That's fabulous. like my. That's like they're out there on my top too. Like they're like I'm trying to I'm trying to find the exact number of minutes. I'm putting you right on the spot here, so I apologize. We can always come back to it later. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to it. Let me pull it up later. Yeah, but like uh, it sounds like you listen to a lot of music. That's all. I was just. I do wide range. Like they they describe <laughs> me as a shapeshifter. That's oh. what they called me because, like, I listened. To, I'll be obsessed with a band, and I'm like, "All right, let me go on to the next one." Yeah, and I, like, I get really obsessed with that, and I just get a little. Was that your term that was given to you by Spotify Wrapped? By Spotify Wrapped, yes. Yeah, I was alchemist. Oh, so like you like is like making playlists or what? Yeah, that I love making playlists because I mean I do it with the show all the time. Exactly. Um, but that's called Shapeshifter. Nice. Yeah, because I'm always listening. I always listen to different yeah, stuff all the yeah. time. Yeah, that's cool. And do you, when you listen to music now, do you listen to whole albums or do you normally li- listen to like individual songs and just follow playlists and stuff like that? It's, it's, it's mainly been individual songs lately. Um, like, I think whatever, like, if I have to really, really love the band, like really, really love them, then I'll just be on the, again. Yeah. I'll be obsessed with it. I will listen to that album on repeat. Like literally, Jungle's newest album, I've listened to it so many times. <laughs> Um, also, Paramore's new album too, which I love because I'm Paramore. a huge Paramore fan. I've uh, been a Paramore fan since I was like, geez, I don't know, like 12 or something. I love them. Nice, cool. All right, let's um, let's get your next original song on, shall we? Hopefully, I'm going to play this sure. in the right order. So, Zeba, am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, tell us about this one. This one is another live one. Yeah, this I'm one is. Here. This one's all like uh, instrumental. I think like. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to sing right now. You know, uh, <laughs> I have nothing to say. Uh, sometimes I'm like, let me a guitar do the talking. And this is one of those. Uh, like I made like kind of like the rough idea with my with one of my best friends. We were friends for like 16 years and he kind of helped me like focus and get like this track and the bass line together. And I was like, let me figure out how to do this in a looper format. And this was just, just like, this is a shred for a song, you know, just have fun with it. So that's what Ziva's about. Nothing too deep. And you say you wrote all these songs yourself or you wrote them when you're a part of a band or? Oh, these are all, all by myself. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Pandemic? Uh, this one was a little bit after. This one's a little bit after. And uh, what's, what's a zebra? It was just a word. Like it was uh, my, like my friend's like, roommate's <laughs> son was in there. And like, we're like, what are we going to name this thing? And like he said, zebra. <laughs> just <laughs> randomly. <laughs> he was like playing blocks and running around. I don't know, Zeba. And nice. I was like, okay, sure. Like, he's like four, so it's adorable. So I was like, yeah, it's called Zeba. Right, there you go. Cool, you need four-year-olds to like suggest, I need, I need that in my life as well. Tell me a band name. That's the hardest one, isn't it? <laughs> Trying to find a bloody band name. All right, All right, sorry. Here we go. Let's get this on. This is Zeba by Mr. Byron Mayhew. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Nice. That was a cheeky song. Uh, what was that? Two minutes? Maybe. Like that. Cheeky, cheeky number. Yeah. And do you still play these live? I mean, this was from July, This these live songs, right? This was um, from the summertime, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah are I, you still doing I, shows on the regular or are you taking a little break, a little hiatus? I've, I've been taking like a little break lately. I think I've been trying to like get other parts of my life together and I've been playing so much. Like earlier this year, I was playing two shows a week pretty much. I was playing a lot. Um, so yeah. like, uh, I just like kind of took a break. I was like, I was busy on playing shows. I wasn't really working on new material and then playing shows. Sometimes I was just like, this feels stale to me. I'm people like them and I do enjoy listening to them, but like, I want to do something different, but let me just figure out other avenues first and like listen to different stuff and see what happens from there. So I will nice. still play them live. Some of them, some of them are like super special to me. Like I'll play No More Chasing forever. I love that song. <laughs> um, and also like uh, probably one that's going to come up later. I love Solid Ground too. That song is really, really special to me. So I'll definitely play that forever too. But, you know, certain ones I'm like, I can phase some ones out. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Replace it with some something different. Nice. Cool. And how, how prolific are you, a songwriter? Are you writing songs all the time? Or you take, you know, do you have like writer's blocks occasionally? Yeah, I've, I've like, I think like I've been, been like, I've been having a, like a lot of writer's block lately. Uh, so I haven't really been writing as much. I like, it's coming, it comes in seasons. Um, I think like recently I've just been writing like, like a lot of poetry. I think like I have a journal with me almost at all times. So I always like just like write, you know, just poetry in there or whatever. I used to like to sing and like perform and stuff all the time. Um, but now it's like, it's slowed down a little bit working in the nightlife and stuff. So I'm trying to readjust other things around so I can get that back in, you know, but you know, it's a, it's something I'm learning. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff I got to balance. Yeah. 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 Well, life goes quickly, doesn't it? There's a lot, a lot happening in our lives. So where do you find like the best places for you to write, make music? Like what's your best sort of environment for that kind of thing? Or does it, you know, when you're driving or, um, <laughs> any, <sometimes> anything, <laughs> Honestly, uh, if I have a joint, that is always very helpful. <laughs> uh, almost every time. Uh, and also a, a joint and just kind of like being out in nature at some point. I don't necessarily need to write it in nature. But like literally if my brain is in that that space, like sometimes people smoke, they want to hang out with other people. Like mm -hmm. it's for me, it's more like I don't want anyone to talk to me at all. I need to create something right away. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's more like that for me. Um so I like to like to do that and uh and just like whenever it pops up and especially if I'm going through stuff. If like if I have my heart broken, I'll be writing songs at any time. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. uh like uh, women are the greatest muse, honestly. So <laughs> it really helps. <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to write about anything else, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is like so nothing when I don't have anyone in my life, I'm like, what do I write about, dude? Like I have a sandwich. <laughs> I have a new sandwich right now, like sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i was curious actually like so you have your electric guitar like when you're writing songs yeah. do you always use your electric as well like uh, or? uh do you have acoustic well, or? i have like i have like an acoustic that i've had for years that like if it's like a really emotional song you know that i really like i'm really like feeling it away like sometimes just the acoustic just having that and like actually hearing it from the guitar itself and just being organic with it really helps me get like the idea across if it's like a very lyrical song but sometimes i'm like man i just want to make a song that has like some cool patterns and 
this textures, especially if I'm smoking a lot. I'm like, I just want to play. I want to make this sound super trippy and cool. So I just like do that at home. Just like plug in, plug in my amp and just play random stuff like really late at night. Mm -hmm. uh, just like in my in my bedroom or something. Nice. And that's like that's a lot a really fun way to make music too. You get the headphones on and just uh, just get in the in the zone, or sometimes not the headphones at all. Seems like always no headphones. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Like it's so pretty. Like, are pretty cool then, right? They're like uh, I think so. Yeah, I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, but that's like, a good sign, right? <laughs> like, nice. I haven't heard anything yet, and like I usually like adjust the volume a little bit. But like also like when I was back home with my parents, like I would just be playing guitar super, super late. And sometimes my mom would be walking. And Are you serious right now, Byron? Are you serious? Put that down <laughs> right now. Like, okay, it's three o'clock. I'm like, oops. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> but like I think like my dad is having revenge right now. He's uh, he just started playing trumpet. Like that was his pandemic project. Nice. So now he plays I mean, all future collaboration the right there. Surely. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd be a lot know? of fun. Oh, super fun. And like he just plays trumpet all hours of the night. He's like, hey, I'm paying up for all those years, Byron. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind we, of fun. We should, we should talk about your your baby, your guitar and how it was discovered. Because we talked about it off mic, but we didn't talk oh, yeah. about it. Yeah. So, what, was, what was the story behind that? That's the guitar you still play to this day, right? So, so to this day, that's what I'm playing on all these sessions that you're hearing. Um, I bought that guitar uh, when I was like, from my very first job, from my very first paycheck. I was working at the Solano County Fair. Like, and, and I was just like, man, I, I should save up for a car. Cause like, I'm like, I'm 14. I should be able to like drive around maybe. I don't know. I'm not legal, but we're having fun. And I was like, let's figure that out. And then like, I got my first paycheck and it was like $576 and 13 cents. And I was just like, that is not nearly enough to buy a car, but I could buy a guitar actually. <laughs> so I like went to like the local music store, like the first one I saw, and I just saw, I just saw her hanging there, and I was like, "That is my guitar. It just is. I'm getting it right now." Nice. And uh, so you I didn't went know there. you to this point. You just you just you felt know, like, it. I felt it. I felt it. Like I knew I knew how to play a bit. Like I was like with my friends in like the garage. They had electric guitars, and I picked them up, and I was like, "Oh, this is so fun!" But I always have to give it back. But I was like, "I want my own." And uh, I just saw it and I like got it and like went up to the register. I was like, I really hope I have enough for this. And literally I got the guitar, the cable, my amp and a case. And it literally the exact amount of money was like $576 and 13 cents. Oh, everything all included. I was like, uh, this was meant to be. And yeah. like, I've, I've been playing that guitar ever since. Nice. Uh, what is it? What guitar is it? It's a, it's a Godan session. It's a, like a Canadian brand and, it's just, it's a stellar guitar. It's great. It has like awesome humbuckers at the back if you want to get crazy with it. And, mm -hmm. and also it's just like, you're not paying for the name, like versus like, you know, paying like a Fender or Gibson, you're paying a lot of money for the name. It's, mm -hmm. Even though they could be equal quality instrument, you know? Um, and like, it's just a killer guitar. And I've, it's like, it's when I play new ones, I'm like, that's cool. But I know, I know where I'm going back. I think new guitars are good for writing new songs, but that one is home for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's uh, what have you called it? It's a, assuming it's a she here. Um, I've I've changed the I? name so many times, like, but I I called it Odin for a long time. Just because, like, this, this is like it's, Odin? Is that... it's like it's spelled like it's spelled like Godan. Odin's like, Raven. Odin? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, Odin's Raven. I feel like yeah, that's, uh... sure. Or Odin, like Odin's son, like <laughs> okay, Thor's cool. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because, like, 
Because like it says like Godin, it's it's spelled like Godin. But I was like, oh sure, I'll just take the G off and <laughs> sure. And like I couldn't think of another name since then, but I just but I, I don't know. I just it just, I just deeply connected that guitar. That's like an old friend at this point. So we talked about um you playing violin. Do you ever include the violin in your songs? Like it seems like a nice thing to chat, especially you're doing loops, right? You could I could have it there. I haven't even touched a violin really in, in years. It's been years. I think once I picked up the guitar, I put that down, never picked it back up. Too much of much of the much of the or chagrin, I don't know, of my mom. Like my mom was like, please pick up the violin. Oh, again. sorry, it was like a, yeah. Music. I'm sick of the guitar music. Play violin again. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I <laughs> and also they're so expensive if I were to pick one up, because like cheap ones are almost unplayable. Uh and the one I had was like a rental. It was like an 80 year old violin that like, you know, that we pay like a monthly thing to pay, you know? What? Really? Wow. Yeah, it was because like they're you really could go back to it if you wanted to. Like you'd still know how to play it a little bit, or I don't know. Just bring up like strange. <laughs> You're like, oh no, not now. Like, I play guitar. You've moved I, on. So I think I did definitely did move on, but I think maybe I could. Maybe I could. I just haven't like for me, it's just such a hard instrument. I'm like, gosh, yeah. I have to use so much more brain cells for this than the, the guitar for me. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like so. Well, I'm just so thinking different. in terms of your looping because you do so many cool things with your guitar. All the other things, the fact you can play two instruments is is fabulous, right? For that and ex- expanding. But then it also seems like you want to be like start playing in a band, so other people could be doing that shit. That's true. <laughs> it's very true. I mean, there's. Who are you thinking so in terms of like instrumentation? Like, what would you like in your ideal band? I want keys that? for sure because like keys are magical to me, and I don't know how to play them at all, but I love listening to them um bass drums another guitar would be nice just to hold it down and and someone to do background vocals because i love harmonies and i love singing but like i love to have someone else play with me it's, yeah it's really fun because uh, like right. i'm like in the middle of like uh like we're working on recording more stuff i like a little side project thing with my good buddy uh wesley settles of the band outer sunset um because we uh earlier this year we both got dumped on the exact same day. Oh, jeez. And we're just like... It's been a big these, night. It was a big night. We we went out dancing. We had a good time. Like, we just... We're both crying, but we had a good time. Uh, and... But, like, we're just able to... We're, just, we're going through this process of heartbreak at the exact same time in very different ways. And we're like, well, we should probably make music about this because, like, we share this together. And actually, like, we worked on Solid Ground together. Like, like the version you're hearing is just me by myself, but... Like uh, we like we wrote like a lot of that song together as well, and he's like he sings a verse on it and like on the recorded version he's playing guitar. So we just need to drop that really soon. But yeah, it's like you know it's like I love playing with other people too. Like it's fun. Like if if they're about it, and yeah, like yeah. I need to I need to have that focus as well. You know I think that's the the new the new challenge of getting the band together is a lot to organize. Yeah, I have yeah to be again, a recording space or sorry, practice space I should say. Yeah, yeah. Because I got to lead that ship, and it's a pretty hefty ship, you know? So, yeah. I had to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. So, you're working on a single, you think sometime early spring. We won't say an exact month or anything, but like you're thinking early 2024 ish. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like we're recording. I did like, we did most of the instrumental tracking 
like in one day. And oh, you've already started. Nice. Oh, yeah. Already got it started. Absolutely. The song's like, like the foundation of the song's there. You just got to add the lyrics and stuff like that. Or the vocals. Yeah. And the, I want to do like really pretty, um, I want to do really pretty like vocal harmonies and things like that. And I really, and like something I'm not able to do live, but I was like, I would really love to do that. But I want to map it out to really do it beautifully. Cause I think someone who does it masterfully, um, obviously, I love Fleet Foxes. I love oh, yeah. the layers of those vocals are just like insane to me. Um, but also, you've seen them on, like the pops. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Have to see the Fleet Foxes live. I have to. They it's are just blues, dude. Very special. I, I watched the Fleet Foxes. I think I've, I've told you about Glastonbury already, but yeah. I got to see them on the. I think it was a Saturday afternoon, and the sun was shining. It was in England, which you know rarely happens. Um, right. But it was summertime. It was in June. And um, it was like um, that moment where you're just like, is this real? Is this really happening? And they were singing like one of their most famous songs. And like, it was just such an ethereal moment from their first album, the Fleet Foxes, self-titled. That's so and good. I think I'd had a few beers by that point. The beer was flowing and it was just, I was I had to pinch myself to like, just realize I was there, you know? Pure bliss, dude. They are. I mean, Pure they just, bliss. and the thing is, they sound so good live as well. Like, they literally sounded, you close your eyes and you're like, this is exactly like the record. And that's insane because there's a lot going on. And yeah. like, the fact that they can still <laughs> yeah, land that, Jesus. it's insane. So uh, definitely get, I mean, they're still playing, right? They're still, I think they're still, yeah, still playing. It's a much different lineup now, for sure. Yeah. Father like, John Father, Misty moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Because said he fucking hated that band, so did he? <laughs> he left kind of really acrimoniously. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought he was just like, no, I I hated being in that band. Like, oh really? really? Wow. I mean, I mean he's that, he's, yeah, he's a diva. You know, I feel like oh, he's yeah. like because oh, he just sure. is one. Seeing him now, I'm like, you should have like not a drummer. He remember what made diva. you? What made yeah. you, son? <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget. Yeah. I mean, he, technically, I reckon he could probably still do it like as he's doing it now, and. But I feel like that gave him the foundation, right? Like, and he jumped off from that. Oh, for he was, sure. Wasn't he the drummer or something? Yeah, he was a drummer. And, well, obviously, singer, everyone sang in that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> even, the, even the, like, you know, tour guy, dude, is like, I swear, they've got so many singers. You're like, how many layers to these songs? They must have, like, a hundred tracks of vocals. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was like, I want to try to do something like that because that's beautiful yeah. to me, you know? Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent there, but oh, that's, no, no, that's no. what you're looking for, like a sort of Fleet Foxes, Fleet Foxes kind of vibe. Also, like, I have to see what fits better for the song, but either Fleet Foxes or on, the, on another tip, I really love how Billie Eilish stacks her vocals too. Yeah, He's absolutely masterful at that and it's so gorgeous so i was like i love them all and i never really done like a record where i just like really commit to that so i want to really take time with that and really make sure i craft it right and really keep the uh the the, the core dna of the song intact you know yeah yeah, yeah. i mean we touched on this briefly earlier but are you, do you have you heard of fred again you're familiar with fred again Oh, Freddie. Oh, yeah. His tiny yeah. desk was one of the craziest tiny desks I've ever seen. I know. It's just also, incredible. craziest boiler room, too. I'm like, how do you get both? You know what I mean? How do yeah. you get both of them? Uh, insane. Insane. Have you heard of Mark Rubier? Of course. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Are you just like, my friend recommended him to me recently. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, my God. So silly. That guy I, is a ball of energy, isn't he? A ball of energy. So silly. Uh, like... It's just what you need, though. Just to, like you just need to see that after a long day, 
Just watch Mark yeah. Rabia, anyone. Anyone that's listening to this, and it will cheer you the fuck up big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Every <laughs> single time. Every single time, dude. And, like, I don't know. Like, it just it just makes me happy just thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's I'm not afraid to, to say anything. Yeah, for sure. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I need you know, to find out when he's playing in the bay. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. He's way bigger now. Good for him. Nice. All right. So, single. Do, you, do we know what the single's called? Oh, I'm just going to do No More Chasing, like the first song that you heard there. The, uh, oh, you say you're, okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, so like, could we did like a... So it's not out album. yet. It's never it's been, not, it's, it's just yet. in the Helen Street mix. So nice. Yeah, so it's just kind of stored there. And I'm like, you know, I want to really, because I have such a deep love for that song. So I really wanted to really put it out there and hear it in a different context than just what I can do live. There's like yeah. more stuff I want to it. And like, we made like a different um, outro to it that uh it's just it's so beautiful and i think it's gonna be really nice when i get those when i get those harmonies right that's the new goal nice and if just so you know like the one of the foundations of this show is helen street mixer the 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 set that um byron played earlier this year in the summertime you can see it's a sunny day but if you want to go and find it on youtube you can go to uh just type in helen street mixer and Byron Mayhew, or just Byron, you'll be able to find it that way. There's a channel as well. I'll share it in the in the show notes so you can uh, follow along. But it's definitely worth checking out Byron there. Absolutely. And uh, we'll talk about your upcoming show as well. You've got an upcoming show we're going to talk about uh, in a bit. So let's get your next two songs on. You've got a couple of classics here. Yes. Bonobo, who I'm very familiar with. Love, love, love Bonobo. Jets. Uh. And the North yes. Borders is that their newest album? The North Borders. No, that came out in 2013. It was a while ago, right? Wow. Yeah, it was yeah, a while ago. Classic. But like, nice. that album is so so special. That song. Yeah. I think for me, like, like, because uh, like at that point in time, it was like 2013. Like, I just graduated high school. I was still in a rock band. I was still very much like guitars, and you know, I was really into that. And then. I just tripped upon like, I think it was like a KQED like live showing of them playing this album. And I was like, whoa, the la- mm. like the layers, the samples, the production, the musicality, it's, it's literally insane to me. Um, and it really changed my perspective of music in general. And that's part of like made my slight tip into like more house stuff now. Yeah. Uh, like Bonobo was kind of like the beginning of that for me. And this particular song, like, it's it's my morning song it's like my cup of coffee for me like like the the samples in it sound like birds chirping outside my window (laughs) and like just like the the bass and drum groove has such a cool feel to it so stylish yeah um and it's just uh it just everything about bonobo especially that album to me is it's so stylish and it's so cool uh and i just i just love that song like yeah it's, it's my cup of coffee it's my cup no, of coffee. I, I'm pretty certain I love most of the stuff that Bonobo produces. Like, I don't think I've ever found a song I don't like by them. They're so good, aren't they? Or he is, I guess. It's, it's one, but he has like a whole like grump as a whole of people, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has like his collection. Like, I, he played at, uh, I guess, yeah, a year ago in like October. Like, he played at the Fox, and like, I was so, so excited. Um, I saw him live, and he brought like the li- whole live band out. It wasn't just a DJ set that time. Nice. Um, and that was one of the sickest shows I've ever seen. Like, I'm such a big fan. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw him at New Year one time. Went to a New Year party and he was playing with uh, Nicodemus. Oh, nice. We were doing Nicodemus. Hell of a show. Hell of a lineup. Yeah, man. At the Midway. Oh, you know, Seth? Yeah, yes. it's a good spot. That's where to go. 
Um, and then we've got, uh, well, I mean, this is this is a tangent, but I love it. Uh, Senorita, Justin Timberlake. Yes. Justified. I, Did it take you back to a certain time in your life? Um, I don't <laughs> think, I listened to it like a little bit later because there's a certain point in time I was like such a rock guy. I was like, pop music is cheesy, dude. I don't care about this when it first came out. And then later on, I was like, wait, this is one of the best songs I've ever heard. This song is so great to me. It's like it's a very... Yeah. Very different style than everything else, for sure. But like it, uh, like every time I hear that song, I'm excited to turn it on. It's my go-to karaoke song. Justin Timberlake and Pharrell mixed together. I mean, that's not an easy song to do on karaoke. It's good to oh, say no. right now. Definitely not. But I'm like, really, you know, I got stepping it. up the game there. Oh my god, absolutely. Because I love it. I was like, I love it. So I'm gonna sing. I sing all the ad libs. I'm yeah. like, I know. I'm, I like. I always do like the the talking bits at the beginning because I feel like it's kind of. It's very old school of the time. Be like, all right, we need something for the ladies right now. Yeah, he's from yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Like all that stuff, energy. Like it's kind of fun for me. It's just like there's something like very classic about it that I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. I uh, every time this like every time that song comes on, like I'm gonna be dancing. I'm gonna be yeah. singing every single word. Uh, like because like again, like on my desert island, six songs. There's gonna be a lot of dancing. You know, uh, yeah. I love. I love that, and that would be that would get you up every time, wouldn't it? Quite every quickly. time, every time. I mean, I you can't. I also can't forget the lyric. I'll have you naked by the end of this song. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. is one of the greatest lyrics in any song ever. I think. Right. <laughs> I remember my friend used to like always pinpoint that bit when we were at university, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, this that 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 came out while I was at university." I was showing my age again, but nice. um, it was a classic album. I mean, it literally. It's, and it still sounds good today, doesn't it? Really, still Didn't does because it? it's for real, dude. If, yeah, if he touches it, that's like uh, this is like it's like the fountain of youth for himself, I guess, <laughs> and also like for every record that he works on. Like it's like yeah. I could hear that anytime, anywhere. That's why I was like, it's on. That's why it's on my desert island. I was like, I have my desert island. I'm not living without Senorita. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Without further ado, let's get these on. Jets Bonobo from the North Borders. Uh, released in 2013, and then Senorita Justin Timberlake from Justified, released in 2002. Wow. Here we go. Get these on. I know. Crazy, huh? BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever.
Anymore, I'm gonna sing something, and I want the guys to sing with me. They go, It feels like something's heating up, can I leave with you? And then the ladies go, I don't. 
don't know what I'm thinking about Really leaving with you God sing It feels like something's heating up Can I leave with you? And ladies I don't know what I'm thinking about Really leaving with you Feels good, don't it? Come on It feels like something's heating up Come on Can I leave with yeah. you? Yeah Ladies I don't know what I'm sure thinking about Sure good really to me Sing it one more God. time All right, good stuff, man. You just heard Justin and Senorita from the classic album Justified. And that was his first album outside of NSYNC, right? That was definitely, yeah. And then before that, we had Bonobo Jets from another classic album, The North Borders. Thank you, sir. Some great choices so far. I'm loving the eclectic mix as well you've got going on here. Thank you. Thank you. Spotify says I'm a shapeshifter, so that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. All right. So we've got a few more things to talk about. We we mustn't forget to talk about your upcoming show uh, at the chapel. Yes. In early Jan, January the 11th. What's this all about? So this one is going to be a showcase and a benefit benefit show. Because uh, like uh, a lot of us who work at the chapel, almost all of us are musicians. And uh, like, so sometimes they show, do like little showcases called the chapening. Uh, chapening. For everyone that, yeah, the chapening. Nice. For everyone that uh, that works there, and uh, this is my t- my time to play, um, and uh, it's January 11th, and I've been working at the chapel for like a year and a half or something like that. Yeah, um, like some of my best friends are all there now at this point. It's a uh, so it's like it's an honor to play that stage, and also like the chapel is where I saw one of my very first like live shows too. Um, like when I was I was like 17, first one I went chose to go to on my own. Yeah, um, and and I remember going to that show and it blew my mind. Nice. Uh, and the band is kind of embarrassing, but whatever. I'll tell you anyway. Uh, the band was <laughs> go uh, for it, man. Come on. The band was uh, was Group Love. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. Group, group Love Live was insane, uh, and especially yeah, yeah, yeah. at that time, I was just like, I didn't never been to live shows and like their energy and like the musicality because all I heard was one song, and they did this thing called the Seesaw Tour. So where they play like one loud show in each city and then one acoustic show in each city. Nice. Like one smaller intimate thing. And the chapel was the intimate acoustic night. And like I was in a music class where I was supposed to go to like concerts and like write notes about it and write an essay about it. So I was like, okay, fine. This was, I'll go to this. Very low stakes. They were like chairs at first. But then once they came on, they're like, get those fucking chairs out of here. We're going crazy with acoustic guitars. And they were plugging in their amps nice. and just like, getting crazy running all over the place and i was like this is the most insane thing i've ever seen and like <laughs> the power of the music too like like the it was oh gosh i forgot the name of that second album's play i haven't listened to them in years but like there that album was and that show was insane and there's at the chapel Fabulous. i get to play yeah. it now it's where's your a, favorite place in the chapel where do you uh like to like to stand i mean you're a veteran to the chapel these days right yeah i guess so huh? favorite spot or do you mix it up um, I I guess I like to 
I like to do the door because sometimes I'm like, I just like to see who's like coming in. Like, yeah. I was like, who's, what's this? Who's watching this right now? Yeah. You know, um, it's nice to also, be at the back, right? Because you get to see, you get to appreciate the crowd that are enjoying it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, sometimes we have floaters, you know, looking around for like spills or whatever, but honestly, you get to just kind of just listen to the music, you know? But, yeah. um, but also I like working like the, there's like a side door. It's kind of like right, kind of near the bathroom, but right next to the stage. And, uh, and sometimes when people are just like, man, I got to take a break, you know, and like from, from the show or whatever, like we just, I just hang out and just talk to them or whatever, or yeah. give them water. Like I'm kind of like a little vibe maintainer over there <laughs> or like, or sometimes it's like people are just like flirting with me or we're just talking or whatever over there. It's kind of a fun little spot. No, I you know, so have a lot of love for the chapel for sure. Yeah. It's got a great little, um, like place where you can watch right over the yeah. stage, like a little yeah. balcony. Yeah. I'm curious by that. I've never actually had a chance to go backstage, but it just looks like a really cool vantage point to see the bands. A bit like the Fillmore has the same kind of thing, right? But yeah, on a grander scale. Yeah, like the, the mezzanine is really cool. And I like the like the whole place is like a maze. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's, disco ball. Yeah, dude. It's kind of I fun. I mean, the man. pictures you get there are just phenomenal, aren't they? They're out of this world. Oh, it's legendary. Like you're at church. Have you ever exactly. seen the ghost? The Have ghost, ever... no. Oh, I haven't seen the ghost. You've heard about it, like, though, right? You hear there. about it and you feel it too, like, like really, because he used to be a morgue, right? Yeah, a, or a mortuary. Mortuary, mortuary. That's it. So, like, where the walk-in fridge is now, that's where they used to. Where's where the crematorium was? The furnace was. It's kind oh, jeez. It's pretty wow. wild. And uh, and like, it used to be like a whole funeral street. Valencia was all like a funeral street. They used to like, there's like a tunnel underneath it to like the other businesses. No way. They used to cart like the like the. The, the coffins or whatever one was like a coffin house across the street and things like that wow so it's like uh very historical but like if you first walk in there like really really early in the morning like it's like freezing in there it's like no matter the time of no matter the time of year it's freezing and also like i don't know like you just feel an energy in there too like sometimes yeah. like things just move around you're like no one's there you know or like <laughs> you feel like like I've heard, like I've heard so many stories. People are like trying to close a door, and like they feel like someone's pushing it against wow. it, but no one's there. It's like it's, it's, it's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooky. Yeah. But like it's, I don't think the ghosts like live music that much. To be honest, they're pretty stoked when everyone leaves. I feel that energy for sure. <laughs> yeah, but, they uh, can't. Someone else is taking center stage for a bit. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. You know, so different energy, but it's. It's it's a, such a cool venue, dude. Like that's one of my favorite venues too. And I finally get yeah. to play it, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm oh, really, congrats, really, really man. stoked. So yeah, January eleventh. Do you know when you're going? Do you know how long your set's gonna be and stuff? Like not yet. Be? I'm I'm imagining it's gonna be like twenty five. I I would be surprised if I wasn't opening. Um, I think I probably am opening, but I'll I'll definitely be posting about that. I'll post that everywhere. Like when that's nice. when it's time. So this is I'm just checking here. This is gonna be a Thursday night in a few weeks from now. I mean, we've got Christmas to get out of the way, right? But we're talking exactly. like three, four, five weeks on Thursday, maybe six. I'm probably getting my dates wrong here. Brain fog, COVID. Yeah, brain COVID. yeah, yeah. man. Nice. Very exciting. exciting. I, 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 I asked about the ghost because um, um, a former guest of the show, May Powell, you might know. Yep, definitely. My favorite guest. Uh, she played there and she was like, have you seen the ghost video? I was like, no, where's the ghost video? And she's like, I'll send it to you. So she sent it to me and it was kind of freaky, like seeing it. Yeah. Did you see like this flipping thing running out the door? Like this little girl. Figure yeah. out where it is. Yeah, little girl. That's it. Yeah. yeah no, oh I've my goodness. That. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. I've like I haven't seen her in person yet. But I was, so that's in like, the main bar, right? It's in the main bar, like running out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one of, like figure out where it was. Yeah. 
So it's like it's like a it's a creepy little thing. Part of me was like, that is easy to fake though. Yeah. You know? So part of me was like, mm, maybe you feel an energy in there, but I was like, I don't know if I catch you on catch her on camera. You know, so yeah, let's see. Yeah, but it is creepy though. If it is legit, I don't know. But it was like because no one else was there when that happened. So yeah. it's kind of like a what is that? Did you did you see, and this is just, I don't know why it's reminded me of this, but did you see the invisible cloak that they've invented? No. Dude, it's Wuhan, of all places, you know, where COVID came from originally. Yeah. Um, they've, they've created a, an invisible cloak. Wow. Hot off the press, this. I found out this morning. I had to check it, look it up, because I was like, wait, Instagram can sometimes be BS, right? Like, yeah. you know, the fact that I get my news from there is concerning. Yeah. And so like, I, I double-checked. I was like, let me just search for this. And it came up in all these articles, including like The Independent, which is a UK newspaper. Yeah. And it proved that it was actually a legit thing. But it is effing cool. And the funny thing is, they're like, yeah, they can use it for, like, you know, military and stuff like that. But you can also avoid security cameras. And I was like... And then, and the cost of it is fifty nine dollars. What? 50, See, that's, that's how much it costs to make. I mean, they need to get the technology going, but yeah. it was pretty scary, dude. Like, I also think it's like a bunch of like, like nano cameras or something. Like, oh, it's just, it's like, thermal. It's a thermal thing, so it literally cancels out the person that's behind it. Wow, it's it's incredible. I mean, this wow. is this is the future right here, my friend. Twenty twenty three, baby. I need to check yeah, it out. Check it out. And I'm yeah, down, I, I swear it's not fake news. <laughs> sure, I'm down, dude. Let's check it out. It's fun either way. All right, let's get your next uh, original song. We've only got a few more minutes here. We're uh, we're running out of time. We'll make sure we get all the things in here. So the next one is going to be, we talked about this a little while ago, but the Solid Ground, I think. Yeah. Um, and this is, for, again, from the Head and Street Mixer live. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this bad boy? Yeah, so this one uh, is a very special one to me um the main star in your sets yeah like for me it's like uh this one was like i because i got my heart like you know completely shattered earlier that year and like sorry, man. Sorry that, that ah it's all it's it's learning you know it helped with your songwriting character well. development surgery you Absolutely, know that's why yeah. i like to think about it you know but uh like that song was a super special and that like, was very cathartic to me and helped me give like a place for me to put those emotions and like like it's like it's like the main thing is like get me off this ride i've had enough this time you were my favorite merry-go-round but deep down i needed solid ground you know and sometimes like you know sometimes like it's a super chaotic we're together and like we're having a really great time it's like dude like to grow up and be better and like what we're bringing out of each other it's just not a good deal you know and not sustainable and i think having like a song to put that and like express that was like really really beautiful so very cathartic and like i wrote this and working on it with uh with a very good friend wesley um about our sunset i think i might have mentioned it earlier this is mm -hmm. like the first song for for breakup twins that's the name of like our, our project that we're working on <laughs> so like this is what uh this is the song it's all ground like outer sunset accord this is yes. the band you work with okay cool all right let's yeah. get this one yes thank you sir <laughs> You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever, Hangover Sessions, and DJ Webbles with Tim Marco. So this next song I'm going to play is a song I wrote. This is like my newest one because uh, earlier this year I had my heart completely shattered, whole situation. 
but that's what songwriting is for. It goes together. It's, you know, for musicians, it's peanut butter and jelly, you know what I'm saying? So this song is called Solid Ground, and uh, it's kind of about, you know, you're in a relationship with some people, and they bring out your more chaotic sides, and like, yo, and when it breaks up, you're like, wow, this is like a lot more peaceful. Uh, that was a bad idea in the first place, but he had fun in the time, so this song is called Solid Ground. I'm done talking. Deep 
down, I need it solid ground. Get me off this ride, this ain't feeling right. Get me off this ride, I can't do this anymore. We're going down, and we both know how. Deep down, I need it solid ground. Deep down, deep down, deep down, I need it solid ground. Deep down, deep down, deep down, I need it solid ground. Thank you guys. Nice vibes, man. I love Thank that. You. So that was called Solid Ground. That's a mainstay of your sets. Definitely. Good stuff. Um, and when was that, Rin? When did you write that? You said that was the last that was year, probably, right? That was like this year, very early this year. That's probably like around February, probably. Nice. Something like that. So you're on Bandcamp, right? Yeah. But you don't, you don't have a full album out yet. You're still kind of producing like singles and stuff. Is that, is that correct producing, assumption? Yeah, like I haven't put out like a live album in a, in a while. Like they have... Uh, a session that I did at like Hyde Street Studios. It was a very nice. different style of music though. Um but it's a good I have studio, like isn't it? beautiful studio. Who was the who was your sound engineer? It was Nico Pena. Nice. I had Gabriel Shepherd. Nice. It was good fun. I had a great oh, time. So fun. Like I've known Nico for years, so it's really, really great. Sweet. It was a fun time. But in uh, the Grateful Dead record there or something? It's like a very famous studio, isn't it? You walk oh, out, so- you're like, okay, we're in the Tenderloin. This is definitely the Tenderloin right here. Absolutely. Deep in there. Oasis, yeah. Um, but like, I mean, Kanye recorded there too, uh, which is random. Uh, nice. But also, I think Frank Sinatra did at some point. Oh. Joe Satriani for sure. Just soak it up. Um, Jefferson Airplane, I think. Um, there's like there's like a lot. There's a lot. Bay Area, especially San Francisco, you know, there's a lot of music community here. A lot of musical history that's yeah. extended many years. Well, I don't know if you know, but I think Neck of the Woods... I don't know if it used to be called the Rocket Room, but back in the day, like Otis Redding played there and stuff like that. So you've played on the same stage as Otis Redding. I did not know that at all. Yeah, I used to to play at the open mic there a couple of times as well. It's a good spot. There's upstairs and there's a downstairs, right? So sick, yep. I was was always downstairs. I was always downstairs. I just, I don't know. I love it. It's very nostalgic. It's like my second hometown. Nice. Good stuff. All right. Well, for the sake of time, um, let's get these uh, next two songs on. We've got um, from your playlist, your last two songs from your playlist. Uh, nobody can, can? No, nobody can. It's a play on the words. <laughs> and uh, and Austin Mills and Chuck Khan. I think I'm pretty sure I know this song. Oh, my goodness. Of course I do. And then um, is it Ain't Nobody? Ain't Nobody. Exactly. So- nice. And it's, uh, it's actually a remix of that song because, uh, like, that song is really special to me because, like, Shaka Khan was the first, sh- like, show I've ever seen, ever. Uh, this yeah. song is kind of like a blend of way back, but also right now because, like, I love edits and remixes and house stuff. But this is, like, a remix of that, but it's such a great, tasteful style that I listen to almost every day as well. Love this song. Um, nice. And, like, because uh, also, like, because Ain't Nobody is such a great song, too. I grew up with that. Because if you're in the Bay Area long enough, um, there's like there used to be like an old-school smooth jazz station called KKSF. KKSF 103.7. If you're here long <laughs> enough, you know about it. And I hear that song all the time on that. Uh, and that really sticks out to me. And this is kind of like a blend of what I listen to now 
And also, what I listened to way back in the day that I love so much. So nice. Nobody Khan is great. Good stuff, man. And then uh, to finish, we're going to play with uh, Kings of Leon and Arizona from yes. Because of the Times. Like, that's like arguably their last good album. And <laughs> it was that song, Arizona. Um, it just, it, it's, it's just so beautiful. It's such a beautiful mm. soundscape to me. And it just sounds like people playing in a room and they're just really feeling it out. And also there's, it's like a wordless chorus too. That's my first time really hearing like a wordless chorus like that, where it's like, this song is so powerful. You're going to feel this anyway, you know, without, you don't need words to tell you what to feel right now. And yeah. like, I really, really respected that as for an end of an album. And it's such a great feeling. And like, there's like a little section in the middle, this little treat that they have where they break the beat a little bit and like have this really fun groove with like a little triangle and it's so sick to me. Um, and just like the, the musicality in it is really awesome. And nice, yeah. I want this song at my funeral, my wedding, when my first kid is born, I want it for all of it. I just <laughs> fully, fully love this song so much. And I, I feel like I keep asking you this question, but have you seen them live as well? King, oh yeah, King, yeah, I've seen them like six times. Nice. Like That's a yeah. lot, blimey. That's like number one band sort of stuff, oh, yeah. right? I loved them for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, you when know, did you first was, discover them? Oh, geez. It was like, I discovered them in 2007 with, uh, with Charmer from this album. Like that song, I was yeah. like, what is this? He's screaming in the middle. What's going yeah, on? The bass yeah. line just, is super sick. No, there's no one else like them. Was there. No. Seriously. No. Rocked my world. And like, I was basically listening to them ever since then. And like, yeah. my band was basically trying to play like Kings of Leon essentially <laughs> for a while. So I, I have a lot of love for that band, you know, like there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot in there. Um, and because of the times it's probably one of my favorite albums of all time. One of them, I listen to it. I'm excited every time it, I hear, get to start it. And like when it ends, I'm like, all right, let's hear it all over again. And it's like that every single time. Nice. So. I've got you to think, I just literally bought a heart shake heartbreak because like this song came up on the, on the show today. So thank you for that. One of my of favorite course. albums as well. Those awesome. first three albums were all, all fantastic by them. Insane. All right, let's get these on then. Nobody Can, Nobody Can, Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan and Austin Mills, and then Arizona, Kings of Leon from Because of the Times. Enjoy these, my friends.
This is Bay Area piano rocker Connor Morrison, and you're listening to The Hangover Sessions with DJ Webbles on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever.
All right, lovely jubbly. There we go. You just heard um we had nobody can. Am I saying this right? It is can, yeah. right? Yeah. Nobody can and ain't nobody. Uh Austin Mills remix with Chaka Khan, of course. What a riff. Oh my goodness. Right. And then Arizona, Kings of Leon from Because of the Times. The how many tracks do they have on that album? 13th track. Lucky for some. Uh <laughs> to end out the uh, end out the show there. God. All okay. right. So Byron, it's been an absolute joy. I know we haven't really met properly before before this show. It's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you and uh, oh, chatting about music, our, our favorite topic, I think, safe to say. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and um, I want to make sure we talk about how to follow Byron. So if you go to uh, Byron Mayhew on Instagram, exactly how you think it would be spelled, with a Y, um, Byron with a Y, Mayhew, M-A-Y-H-E-W, uh, you can find that's where best ways to follow you on Instagram, right? Yeah, Instagram is like where I post all the shows and stuff like that when they're coming yeah. up. Um, trying to get more active lately. I've been so there's that, and also like if you follow me on Spotify, you know when the songs come out and Bandcamp and things like that. Nice, okay, always yeah, under my name because Bandcamp's nice because I actually pay you as well, right? So that's... exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you there. So it's your name, always your name, like your always name. my name. I can't think of anything else right now. SoundCloud, so. yep, SoundCloud too. Always yeah. my name good stuff yeah and Bandcamp Fridays don't forget that once uh, the new song comes out which is going to be No More Chasing right exactly it's going to drop sometime in early spring exciting times cool right. good luck with the chapel show thank you sir and please do come back whenever you want to uh, play your new music and stuff um, I think that will be a joy to listen to and we'll finally get this in barn studio session going because uh, I'd love to hear you in here um, sure. with, all, with all the trimmings as it were I might not yeah. be able to match like the Helen Street mixer, but I'll try and get close to it. Just nice have a fun, dude. BFF Just have fun. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good luck. I really hope it goes well with all the, you know, new music and 2024 starts better than uh, 2023 started, for example. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm here for it, bro. All right. So uh, we mustn't forget to play your final song of the four from your set at Helen Street Mixer that we talked about. So we're going to end the show with uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Kendrick Lamar cover, and uh, Love. You want to tell yes, us, like, this is, a, is this like a main go-to for your, in terms of your covers in your sets? Every time, every time. This one is super special to me because just playing it, I had a, I just really committed to my own style of doing it. And, uh, and also hear it like this song i saw kendrick last year um and that's honestly one of the best shows i've ever seen in my entire life i still think about it i think about it, it makes me smile um and that song just is so powerful um and just like it's and i was like the whole song is only two chords which is very looper friendly you know nice. so i was like oh let's just let's just play on top of that and just make it like really really pretty and like very dreamy and like people already have a, such an attachment to that song already and it's like it's such a joy to play. Like I get excited about to play that song for the set, especially like when, uh, when people hear it for the first time and like, cause like my style doesn't, you wouldn't think you're going to hear a Kendrick song right now, you know? So it's mm -hmm. kind of like a random, a random card. Very yeah, unexpected, you know, be like, yeah, like I love this too. Like for yeah. sure. Like, so like, um, I had to put that song on there. Uh, nice. and I just, I just love playing it. All right. Nice way to end the show as well. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, again, it's been a joy, Byron. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for joining us here. Um, and uh, looking forward to hearing back the show. 
This is Byron Mayhew, everybody, and love his cover of Kendrick Lamar. Adios. Ha- happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you, guys. Final show of 2023. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Take care, brother. You too. All right, let's go.
Thank you so much, guys. My name is Byron Mayhew. Thanks for listening. I'm so happy. <laughs>